Hello, thank you for joining the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we're here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. I have with me today my good friend, Cherie Clark. Um, Cherie, can you just tell me a little bit about who you are and what you've done? Well, um, I've, I'm a widow. I was married okay. for 34 years. Wow. A wonderful, Christian, godly man. I have two daughters, grown daughters, with mm. four grandchildren. Wow. I, I dearly love them all. I was blessed with godly son-in-laws, which is a wonderful blessing mm. to have. Yeah. Um, I used to teach junior high and high oh, school math fun. and science. Yeah. Yes, it was very fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, and now I'm retired, and I'm just trying to do what the Lord asked me to do mm. on a day-by-day basis. Right, yeah. And, you know, the reason that I have Sheree here with me today is I've loved working and serving with her over the years here at Compass, and I can say that she's probably the most affirming person that I know. I mean, kind. she is literally an expert in affirmation. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today is just affirmation. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about it for two sessions. Uh, in the first one, we want to talk about kind of why should we be affirming? Mm-hmm. And then in the next one, Cherie can give us some practical tips on how to be affirming in different relationships, relationships in the home and in the church and in the community. But uh, with this first one, it's important for us to consider why we should be affirming. And when I think about that, I think about a passage from 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. I know we went through First and Second Thessalonians last year with our women's Bible study. Great study. It was really fun. It was a great study. But uh, Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, specifically 3, says, We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, as is right, mm-hmm. because your faith is growing abundantly and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. And I love that passage because Paul expresses there that it is right uh, to give thanks to God for people and to express affirmation to people. And he says also, we ought, uh, you know, that Greek word meaning we owe it. Mm -hmm. Uh, In a sense, we owe it to God to give thanks for what he's doing in ourselves, amongst ourselves and one another. It is the right thing to do. And, you know, as you know from experience and as we know from being the recipients of all your gracious affirmation, it really does make a big difference. Uh, I know you and I talked about five different ways Mm -hmm. that affirmation can make a difference. And one of them is just that the person that you're affirming is given hope. Yes. Um, I I like 1 Thessalonians 5.11. It says, encourage one another and build one another up. Uh, Sheree, how have you seen the affirmation that you've given to bring hope or courage to those that you're affirming? You know, I taught junior high for many years, Mm -hmm. and uh, there are parents who come in, and they just don't know what am I doing with my kid or right. what should I be doing or right. you know, the issues and they can give a litany of things and I could reassure them mm-hmm. because I had done it. Yeah. I had gone through it. Yeah. I told them they would end up with some calluses on their <laughs> knees, yeah. but that you would get through it mm-hmm. and their child would get through it. Right. And that was hopeful to yes. them. Um, and then you could talk maybe some practical ways, but 
for people to realize that you have gone through something similar yeah. and for you to come alongside them and mm. encourage them and just let them know right. that you will survive mm. and get through that. Yeah. The Lord will not leave you. He will guide you through the thing. That's encouraging yeah. to them. Yeah, absolutely. And have you ever, you know, maybe sent out a text or a note or anything and had somebody respond back to you saying, you know, I needed to hear that or oh, that yeah. made a difference? Yes. In mm. fact, I did that just last week. Oh, wow. Uh, to um, an older woman. Okay. And uh, uh, she's dealing with some issues. Mm. Some of them I wasn't even aware of. Wow. But the Lord put it on my heart to mm. pray for her. Right. And I have a habit that sometimes when I pray, I text. Oh. So I text the prayer. Yeah. And she responded with that. And wow. said that was just what she needed to wow. hear. And that the Lord was just giving her, mm. I had given her a verse to go along with it. And wow. that was the verse she needed. So that's always taught me, that's not something special with me, right. but that's taught me that I need to be responsive mm. when God puts those things on my heart wow. because it was encouraging. And of course, it encouraged me when yeah. she responded back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, yes. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very cool. You know, it's interesting that you say that with God, you know, putting that on your heart or prompting you to do that. I know that you saturate yourself in the scripture. I mean, I know that you're up early in the morning, you're Mm. in the word, you're encouraging others in the word as well. Um, Does that have any connection to your ability to be affirming? Do you think that as you're more in the scripture, you're more likely to be affirming? I think so, because I am affirmed myself Mm. by God's word, by God Mm. and his guidance to me. And I've gotten to where I love reading, particularly Paul, He says so much. I mean, he will he will lay it out when someone is straying mm-hmm. and when the church needs to be pulled into line. But he's very loving yeah. and he's very affirming right. and he's positive. And so I can not only pray those prayers for myself, but I can pray them for others. Mm. And to me, I think it does make a difference because now I'm praying scripture. Yeah. And yes. I I do believe, I mean, that's kind of been a recent thing because mm. I read a book at kind of prompted me that way. Mm. And uh, I really enjoy praying scripture. And so I think it is. I mean, I'm there. I'm I'm trying to be in tune with Mm -hmm. he wants me to do, um, listening to Mm -hmm. his word, reading Mm -hmm. his word out Mm -hmm. loud. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I mean when I say listening to it. And uh, just putting myself into Mm. that passages and others. I think it makes a difference. So good. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And especially how I see that, you know, you take God's word seriously and you do see it as, in a sense, his affirmation to you. Mm -hmm. And so you're being affirmed by the Lord through his word, and then you're able to pay it forward in a sense or pass it on by affirming and encouraging and bringing hope to others. Right. I think that's true with some of the circumstances that the Lord's put in my life. Mm. Um, I mentioned I'm a widow. Yeah. I did not think I would be a widow at the young age that I was. Mm. Um, But obviously the Lord had a different plan and he had a different desire for Brad's life. Mm. But because of that, there have been multiple women that have come into my um, circle that I've been able to guide and Mm. I've been able to come alongside and I've been able to encourage um, 
they would have friends that would say, my friends don't want me to cry anymore. And I said, go wow. ahead, wow. cry. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll cry with you. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think he does give us situations mm. that we can see his working yeah. and how he has worked in our lives. Mm. And then we can share that. Yeah. And that will help and guide someone else too. So mm. yeah, it's what he has poured into me yeah. that I can maybe share. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. I love that. And just what a great portrait of our need to be connected to our Savior Mm, through his word and through his spirit and just by the promptings that Mm -hmm. he places upon our heart. Uh, I know also that affirmation spurs us on towards greater holiness. I mean, when we're affirmed, when we're encouraged, it helps us to do the things or to press on or to not grow weary. Um, 1 Thessalonians 4.1 is a great verse. It says that uh, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you ought Mm -hmm. to walk and please God, just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. I know. So it's so neat, that beautiful hybrid there where he's saying, you're doing really good and I'm spurring you on. I'm encouraging you to do better and to do more. Uh, How have you seen that to be true as you've been so good at encouraging and affirming people? Have you ever seen, you know, just the kind words, the gracious words, the affirming words that you've given to someone kind of spur them on to do what God's called them to do, to, you know, tackle something by faith rather than caving in? Uh, How have you seen that? I have. And I like that verse also for that one phrase you point out, just as you have been doing. Mm. It's not a one-time thing, Mm, not in my life or in what I might put into someone else's. We can't say, um, I encourage them once I'm done. Mm. You know, that's kind of like the husband who says, well, I told my wife I loved her once. Right, right. right. We'd be livid. (laughs) That that would not work. So I think we need to understand Mm, that we may need to come back. We need to spur. We need Right. There's an activity on mm, our part when right. we do that. Um, yeah. I, I can think of a time when there was a young lady and she was just not sure that she should step into a ministry that mm. she was being asked to do. Right. And um, so we had to go to God's word. Um, and she, I said, you know, you're being asked. So someone sees a talent there. You're being recognized. You have this talent. You're supposed to serve in a way that, is good for the body. God mm-hmm. tells us that you're to serve one another. So what's keeping you from trying? Mm. Maybe everything would not be a success, right? but you need to step out and try. And she mm. did, and she was very, very successful. Um, it it kind of reminds me, and I think I shared with you earlier, um, I ran the marathon once. And uh, I was running with it <laughs> once. That was yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. But I finished. Yeah, yeah. No, no record speed, but, you know, it was 1988. So, yeah, you know, okay. a lot of your your listeners won't have even been yeah. born. Yeah. But, so this old lady decided she was going to run a marathon. And um, there was a t- I ran with two friends, which okay. is nice because then you have that encouragement yes. coming alongside. We need to do that. And we were dressed alike in the same running shorts and a little mm. tank top and these teal outfits and people would say things from us on the sidelines. Hey, you three in the teal, go for it and encourage us. You know what? There was no way we were going to stop after listening to them. We needed that Mm. little boost. I have no idea who they are. I'm not sure what we look like, but I think it is important. We don't realize sometimes 
that if we do say something and we come alongside mm. and we give them that attaboy or a way yeah. to go, yeah. what an impact it will have on someone's right. life. It yeah. may be just that one little incentive mm. they need to keep yeah. on going. And so I don't think we should let those opportunities right. go by yeah. without saying something. Yeah. That's so good. Really appreciate you sharing that. I mean, I know also, uh, and we learned this in our women's Bible study this week, that, you know, when we affirm, when we encourage one another, in a sense, uh, another reason for doing it is that uh, the watching world is enticed. I mean, this is something mm-hmm. beautiful that demonstrates that we're in Christ. Uh, how have you seen that to be true where, you know, uh, the watching world in a sense is looking on and they realize that maybe there's something different about us because of our affirmation for one another and our encouragement in one another's lives. I think that's very true. I mean, the world is kind of mean. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's always negative and it's yeah. taking people down. And even in my neighborhood, I can remember the time I would talk to my neighbors and I would share with them. We would sometimes meet, go walking across the street. Um, and there was a need in their mm-hmm. lives. Right. And she walked across the street, middle in the street, we're talking, and she's asking for prayer. Wow. Because she knew that I was a prayer. And wow. she had been encouraged in the past, and so she wanted to ask that mm-hmm. for herself. I think when the world sees it, it is enticing. It's like, they have something good. Right. I want to be, I want to have that. I want to be a part of that. Right. And so I think, you know, as we've been studying in First John, mm-hmm. they will know. I right. mean, I know that that's not from First John. That's from John. They right. will know same our author. disciples. Yes, right. same author. They will know you are my disciples because you love one another. Yeah. We need to project that because that's not a characteristic of God. That is God. Right. He is love. Absolutely. And so we need to make sure that we're sharing that because the world wants love. Mm. They want to be loved sincerely Mm. and earnestly and honestly. Mm. And so when they see us, they are enticed. It is inviting. Mm. It's kind of like, you know, seeing the desserts at a Mm. dessert buffet and just wanting to go there. Yes. (laughs) Been there. Yes. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So, you know, we want to be a part Mm. of that. We want to dig in. And so it, it, piques her, their interest. It, yeah. wants, it drives them to maybe check us out a little bit more yeah. closely. Right. They'll come to service with us or they'll come to a children's program with us. It kind of opens that door a little bit mm. where they will allow us mm-hmm. to input into their lives a little bit of what God is working mm. and maybe even join us yeah. over here at Compass right? with some of the things going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I appreciate that. And like you said, I mean, John did say that, you know, Jesus, mm-hmm. recording Jesus' words, said that, you know, the world does have the right to gauge whether yes. or not we're true disciples by the way that we love one another. And even tying back to our Second Thessalonians verse in the beginning, you know, we are ought to do this. We owe it to do this Mm -hmm. because we're in Christ. So that's super good. Um, You know, another thing that's so important, and it's kind of funny for you to speak to this, but I can say that when you're an affirming person, an encouraging person, people just want you around. 
I mean, I've had many times that I've had to teach on a tough topic or whatever and thought to myself, I sure hope Sheree Clark's here because <laughs> at least somebody's, you know, going to give me the mm-hmm. thumbs up. So, you know, it, it is something where people want you around if you're encouraging mm-hmm. and you're affirming. And even, you know, this afternoon when you and I were walking around the new offices over here, just so neat to see how everyone's face lights up when they see you. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, they really kind. do. It's true though. I mean, it's not just one person or one department or whatever, it is across the board. People see you and they light up because you have been so affirming. Yeah. But you know why, as you said, I ought to, how can I be anything but, you know, I have the love of the Lord that's poured out on me and how can I not be loving to others? Mm. One, you all are likable. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Not, you're nice well, that's people. debatable, <laughs> by some at least. <laughs> <laughs> but and you're nice people, and I like being around you. And mm. I think it's just important that we do show God's love. Yeah. I mean, when we've been blessed so much. But you're right. Being able to look out in a group and seeing a smiling face, yeah. yes, you know, or or whatever it is that you do, what you know, you give a little cheer or right. a thumbs yeah. up or whatever. Um, People appreciate that. Yeah, they do. Because, you know, we all want to know yeah. that we're appreciated right. and that someone cares yeah. and that someone is there for us, right. coming alongside us, kind of being our cheerleader. Yeah. And so I think it is a good thing. Yeah. And we need to all do that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I, I know there's a fun passage from 2 Corinthians 7, 5, and 6, where Paul says that, you know, they were just beaten down mm. uh, as they were coming into Macedonia, but God comforted them by the coming of Titus. Yes. You know, and again, it's one of those things where you've brought so much comfort to others that I know everybody here is just so encouraged and um, just appreciative of the way that you've been so generous with your affirmation, your kind words, your pointing out the good that others have done and that God has done through others. It's it's a delight to have you on our team and have you in our midst. So yeah, it does make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And then also too, like uh, we said in the beginning, just for you as the affirmer, uh, you're doing something that's pleasing to the Lord. This is something that God calls us to do, and it's not just for you. It's for Mm -hmm. all of us. I mean, we all need to be people who are being more affirming. You know, we hear a lot of negative, and I know it's easy to beat ourselves up, and so it's so refreshing to hear that encouragement or hear those positive things. Uh, How would you see that it's almost like an act of worship or service to God in being affirming of those whose God's using or working through? Oh, I definitely think it's an act of worship. And I think in one way, it's something I can do. It's something we all can do. Mm. I I don't need a special talent. Yeah. I I, I, I don't need to sing. I don't need to play an instrument. (laughs) I don't, I don't need, you know, to create a um, dessert masterpiece. But I can speak positive words. Mm. And God has asked me to do that. And I need to look at people and see his image. They're his image bearers. They're his children. Mm. And so I want to encourage. I mean, it's kind of like when you're introduced to a new family and they have their little ones, you know, and you get down, you know, squat down a little bit and you look at them eye to eye and you talk to them and you shake their hands or you you want to make them welcome. And I think, and you do that 
in some ways to honor mom and dad also. Mm, yeah. So I'm Good honoring point. my father yeah. because those are his mm, children. Yeah. And so therefore I love them. Yeah. And I Great need to point. do that as an act of worship. Yeah, that's so good, Sheree. Well, you know what? We're already out of time. Wonderful. I know. <laughs> We're at the end of our first session, yes. But, you know, I can say just listening to you and thinking through this with you, we are clearly called to be people who are affirming. Uh, in his book, Practicing Affirmation, the author Sam Crabtree says, uh, God is not given the praise that he deserves when we ignore or deny the work he's doing in people. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I think you've expressed that so well just by how you've practically worked that out and demonstrated that to us. So in our next episode, we're going to look at a little more of how this is done. I mean, how we can be affirming to our husbands, kids, to our church mm -hmm family, to our community. Um, but for now, thank you so much for listening. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Please don't forget to subscribe and share this, uh, like it or comment on it so we can get a little more popularity in the feed. And if you have any questions or topic suggestions, email WF for um, Women in Faith at compasschurch.org with any suggestions. And Cherie and I look forward to meeting with you next time. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, Cherie.